0: Welcome to the Wedding Film Academy Podcast, your go to source for learning to create stunning wedding films and run a successful business. Here's your host, Lumix Luminary and wedding filmmaker Jordan Bunch. Hey, I'm here at WPPI with Chris Berry. Chris is a tenure photographer, Uh, he's a family man, he is a realtor, and he's a tech nerd. But most importantly for this episode, He is uh, one of the experts that I know of on drones, and so we're really going to focus mostly on drones, um, which I know is super important to a lot of you guys, um, because it really does step up your production value in a significant way. I know a lot of your clients are asking you about drones, you know, do you charge extra for drones, Um, and, you know, just kind of adding that wow factor to your films, but also just having that extra little piece of B-roll and that kind of thing. And so I know drones are super important to a lot of y'all. And I want to get Chris's opinion because I, while I fly drones, and I love doing it. I love the footage that I get from it. I love uh, I love getting creative with it and adding the couple into the shot and all those kind of things. But the truth is, uh, I don't know a lot of what's out there and what they, I have a phantom um that shoots in 4k i think it's the phantom 3 4k version Uh uh uh-huh it was only out for like three months or something before they upgraded Uh it yeah um but uh my drone recently uh saw its demise and so i'm in the market (laughs) i'm in the market for another one and uh so this is also selfish chris is gonna gonna teach me and show me what i need to get next uh but hopefully he can do that for you guys too um so here is Chris. Tell us about yourself. Tell me yeah. what you do.
1: Yeah, yeah. So my name is Chris Barry. Um, be thirty eight in a few days, actually. Nice. Um, been a realtor since two thousand six. So I kind of you know saw the up and down on the market. Mm-hmm. Um, made a deal with my wife to not buy a Ducati. To be honest with you, <laughs> and so I spent all that money on camera gear. And so I went from my T two I quickly to a seven D, and I bought nice. a bunch of L glass. Yep. Um, so I've been shooting, you know, seriously, I would say for about three or four years, mm-hmm. and I've gone from. You know, the APS-C size sensor up to full frame, but yep. then quickly back to Fuji. Um, gotcha. That's been my, my camera that's, of and choice. And that's an APS-C? APS-C size yeah. is, the, is the Fuji yep. uh, X-Pro2. <clears throat> and um, But now I'm in the market for a video camera. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, i um, been a drone pilot um, just for myself, selfishly, for a couple of years. It brings
0: out the uh, the eight year old in you. Right? It does. It brings out
1: every age <laughs> yeah. I've ever been um, at the same time. Yep. You know, so yep. I <clears throat> I started out building little little frames from flight test. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard of flight test, but no. you can get um, just a cheap kit. You know, you get your um, your your board, you get your booms. They give you motors, ESCs. You get a tiny flight controller. You get your you Know your DX6 or whatever your remote control, your transmitter receiver. So you're cetera. basically building a drone, you build your own drone. Yeah, wow, yeah, you are so, so much nerdier it than was, I am. Yeah, I'm a nerd, <laughs> it, it's gonna, it's bad, but uh, so I did that, did some try uh, some tricopter frames, those were fun because you have to have a you know, a servo on the you know, the, the back boom to tilt um, you know, the the, the prop. So I did that. <clears throat> And uh, my first, my first quote-unquote all-in-one drone, which is, is has been a failure to this point, is the 3DR Solo. Mm. Um, yeah, but my buddy the, let
0: me. My buddy let me fly that actually. Right? Yeah, yeah.
1: It actually, it flew really well. Right. For me, it flew really well. Yeah. Um, GoPro was the camera that people mounted on it. Right. I had a, a, a Hero Four Silver on that one. Yep. Um, not having a connection to the remote and yeah. not knowing what to see. Pain in the butt, yeah. Pain in the butt because you're just you're just guessing. You're yeah. You're spraying and praying. Yeah. You know you're you're kind of composing and tilting. They didn't release a gimbal with it. They announced the gimbal, but the gimbal just kind of never came. So was it shaky? It was very shaky. Yeah. It was super shaky for video. video. You stills out of it. It's mostly stills. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it got me flying, and it got me hooked on you know having one type of a system. Um, to shoot on. Um. And then I decided I want to do this, so I bought an Inspire One. Oh, nice! <laughs> I bought an Inspire One. Yeah, with the uh, with
0: the X5 or the X3. X3. This was okay. this was before the X5 oh, okay. uh, came out. Gotcha. Yeah, there Super was early there was adopter. no. Yeah, gotcha. I had the I
1: had a V1 um, Inspire One. There's a couple versions of yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. You know, spin on props or yep. you know, quick release props, etc. Um, but yeah, I had an X3. It was incredible. Yeah. Flew it in Mexico, flew it over the ocean. I mean, I've taken it a a bunch of places. Yeah. A lot of fun. Yeah. Awesome. Um, And now I have a Phantom 4 Pro. Okay. And I love it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that was a lot.
0: Awesome, dude. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, you know, I know, obviously, this podcast, we're talking about... Uh, we're talking about wedding films, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. Uh, you know is has gotten hugely popular to use a drone at a wedding film. Right. Uh, I think it's super important. I think you can charge more right. if you do. Right. Um, and so it'll pay for itself. I'm one of those people who I don't like to buy gear unless I believe that it's going to help me make more money. Right. Right. So I'm not. We were just we were just talking about this before, right? So uh, Panasonic has two different versions of a. Full frame equivalent eighty five mil prime uh-huh. lens, right? Uh-huh. They have the one two F one two, and then they have the F one seven. Right. The the F one two is like fifteen hundred dollars. Right. And the F one point seven is three hundred and fifty dollars. Right. Right. And it's we were just taking a picture. It's super sharp, it's crispy. Very. The bouquet in the back is gorgeous. So I'm like, okay, do I really need to spend an extra twelve hundred dollars? So right. it's all those things. Like my clients are not going to notice the difference if I use the one two or the one seven. Right. For some people they might, depending on what kind of work you're doing. But for me, that Noctocron F one two is not gonna make me more money, so right. I'm gonna stick with my other one. Right. Um, but drones are one of those things that it's definitely gonna make more money for you. Absolutely. Um but uh so I'm I'm interested in this because for a lot of people, uh shooting wedding films is it's a side hustle, right? right. Right, and so we, a lot of us, have become masters of the side hustle, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which I think that's you too, yeah, right? From absolutely. what I'm hearing in your story, absolutely, you're like the ultimate side hustler, right? So, in um, particular with your drones, right? So, so you are you're a licensed realtor, right? Um, and you're shooting. Are you mixing the work? Are you are you shooting? drone stuff for your clients i'm or? beginning to okay i'm
1: beginning to yeah I, sh- I shied away from it because i wasn't licensed okay so i wasn't sure. doing yeah. doing pay for pay work until i got my license yeah did it the right um, way yeah, yeah. D- definitely i mean there's yeah. there's too much because it's not just me it's also the client yep. and those images never stay between one or two people yeah fair enough um, and yep. the faa you know they released these new rules back in june they right started testing people on August 29th. Yep. Um <clears throat> before that you had to go through the um, the an exemption the 333 exemption through the FAA so you need to do I mean it was a you lot had more to, like,
0: involved. In case you don't know, you basically had to be able to fly an airplane right. to legally fly a drone right, right. Uh, because they just had not updated the laws on this thing and they didn't know how right. to they didn't have to regulate the drone thing. So right. this is what he's talking about. Now you, if you if you want to fly your drone commercially, this includes weddings, um, you need to get licensed. So we're going to talk Absolutely. about that too, but cool. yeah. Cool. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, as as far as the, you know, the, the return on your investment, um, there's, there's so much out there, you know, it just depends on your comfort level, your budget, um, and your ability to create. You know, are you a videographer? Can you fly? If you are a videographer, but you can't fly, You need to be going to Walmart or you need to be going to your hobby store and getting a $30 little two minute nano drone and learn how to fly in your office or whatever, you know, because, you know, I built and crashed a bunch of flight (laughs) tests. I, you know, I ruined and soldered boards and burned my fingers, you know, um, before I bought even the solo. Right. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Nice. Is there anything else that you're doing that sort of like you'd consider like side hustle that would be um a fairly sort of easy transition for a wedding filmmaker who maybe they don't uh you know they're only doing 10 or 15 weddings a year or less Mm -hmm. um but they'd like to make a little more money on their drones on the side doing something else is Mm -hmm. there uh what other ways have you found like that are kind of have an easy entry point for somebody Mm -hmm. with a drone to make some extra, extra cash
1: yeah well a friend of mine is a wedding photographer in tucson um and he's got um you know, he's got goals to move a little bit out of wedding photography and do some more corporate types of things. So sure. I would say just kind of wrap yourself, you know, into the community and figure yeah. out where you can offer that type of service, yep. you know, and, and just give people samples of what drones can do, like yep. educate people about what their capabilities are, what their limitations are, yep. um, and maybe do a couple of spec gigs and, you know, and, and get your workplaces. Mm hmm. Um, and, and build your business that way, um, yeah. for me right now, since I'm just starting to really push out the fact that, you know, I am licensed and I, and I actually want to do more of this content building. I'm just approaching whoever I choose. Okay. I kind of have a luxury Like I don't, I'm not a professional and that I generate income right. um, from photography. Really? Um, it's really people just messaging me. Hey, you were in Iceland, you filmed, you did this, you know, that was really cool. Or going to. You know, friends that, you know, um, I have friends that work in the auto industry. I have friends right. that work at, you know, motorcycle shops. Like, hey, yep. you know, let's go out to the track. You know, I, I bought my first motorcycle from a local company in Tucson. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went over there after I got my license, like right after I got my license. And I said, hey, you know what? I'm a drone guy. You know, I bought my first CBR from you guys. Um, I would love to do some drone stuff. Nice. You know, I went to another auto group and they do Porsche and Audi and all these companies. Mm-hmm. Did that. Nice. Um, so those, the smaller gigs, you know, where you, you build up, you know, and put some brands on your website and kind Absolutely. of can drop some names. I would suggest doing small things like that.
0: And it's kind of like a passion project for you yeah, too. Cause yeah. obviously you love motorcycles, you love fast cars. I do. Oh my gosh. So you're having a blast doing this. It's a personal project, but it's also at the same time while you're just having a blast doing it, it's a portfolio builder for you. We so you can some, get some of these yeah. clients because in this industry, particularly when you get into corporate work, as much as you may hate to do it, because you know you don't want to like feel like
1: you're trying to have a big ego or something, right.
0: like name dropping is kind of important sometimes. Right? Oh you yeah, know? for sure, yeah. for sure.
1: And the the reality is, is I can't just buy a drone and or go out and get my license and all of a sudden tell someone, hey, I'm going to charge you this. Yeah. You know, I mean, I kind of have to show what what not only what I can do, but yep. what I can do with what I have. Yep. Um, and that's going to take a minute you know because i can't go back to my inspire one footage i can't go back to my other drone yep. footage and say hey now i'm licensed i can sell that hmm. you know you can't have filmed with the intent to sell without having a license okay so, so you, can't, you can't
0: you can't backdate th- if you're going to sell any of that like on stock video or whatever you got to reshoot it yep okay that's good to know so so you don't get in trouble. Yeah. Unless they change that been it. Me. I'm not, I'm like one of those guys who would not look this stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you learn this in the licensee. So I'm one of these people who's been dragging their feet. Uh-huh, I got a, uh-huh. confession time. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> uh, I've been shooting drones on my wedding films and commercial jobs. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, no license. Uh-huh. I do have, uh, you know, I got my face sticker on the, on the drone. There you go. Uh-huh. Uh, huh. I did get stopped by a cop once Uh (laughs) uh, because I actually crashed the drone. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And it was, uh, it wasn't in, okay, well, it's very, it was very close to a no-fly area. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, you can't fly on Texas state property, Uh state-owned property. Uh Uh And so I was flying, there's like this parking lot right across from the University of Texas. Uh And I've had several weddings lately that are, at the AT&T conference center right on campus, mm-hmm. a beautiful facility. Um, and so I would fly my drone above that parking lot shooting the, the university of Texas light tower. Mm. Uh, it's this, this beautiful scene up there. Um, but yeah, it went rogue on me, crashed yeah. into a telephone pole yeah, yeah. and the security officer found it. Yeah. It um, happens yeah, fast. So, yeah. And, uh, I feel like I'm one of those people who's fairly careful on these things, uh-huh. but, uh, yeah, it can happen very fast. It happens fast. And uh yeah, I don't want to get in trouble, so I I yeah. wanted to maybe this is a good time to uh-huh. talk about um that process because mm-hmm. um I know since uh since the new regulations came out, um there's a lot of people who are teaching right. uh you know teaching for the course that you need to take. Right. Um teaching you how to pass the licensing exam um how'd you do that what was that process like
1: i went um i went to the airport there's a couple different um ah. fa certified testing facilities um near uh, our the tucson international airport okay i just went right there and said hey you know um i want to get my license i've been flying drones for a while and i want to just want to start making some money off of it um and they handed me a, a 20 dollar testing um booklet yep. and it came with five uh, practice exams, okay. um, where, you know, once, once you, if you mess up, it'll tell you, Hey, you know, here's what you need to do. Here's why the answer is wrong, etc. Mm. You study that, um, you call, um, uh, the number within the book or you, you get that number from your testing facility and you pay 150 bucks. Um, they schedule you for the, the nearest testing facility. Okay. Um. And you go take your test. It's so well. You don't, you don't have to like sign up for like a class or something. You don't have to. But if I can drop a company that I wish I would have found before I got my yeah. my my um part one hundred seven, I would suggest Remote Pilot one hundred one. RemotePilotOneOne dot com. Yeah, okay. look them up on YouTube. I'm still gonna do Remote Pilot one hundred one because it, it's yeah. it's that good. Yeah. Um. Okay. From what well, I understand. What does that cost? Um, I think it's a hundred bucks oh, for their class. Okay. Yeah. I and I that. think, yeah. And it's almost kind of like, and they may have updated it, but their footage is going to be in, in 4k. Yep. They're going to continue to provide new content as the FAA kind of refines the rules sure. and you know things like that. So remote pilot one-on-one wish I would have gone through it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was great, but yeah, I mean, there, the FAA does have some materials that you can go online and look and and read and learn about. There's also the whole, um, part (laughs) that you can read if you want. Mm -hmm. I think it's like 600 pages. Oh, um, but really, it's... Uh,
0: yeah. How many of you guys are going to read that one? <laughs> yeah, I did not read it.
1: I, I You know, it wasn't yep. what I wanted to do. But it was a 63-question test. Um, okay. You get a couple hours, you know, to pass it. Multiple choice. Um, multiple choice. Okay. I want to say there were three, um, you know, ABC answers. Okay. You take in a very simple calculator. You put B you every choose. time. And... B, 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 A, B, C, D, A, B, C. But yeah, I mean, it was it wasn't difficult. But I wouldn't say just go ahead and read once and then walk into a testing sure. facility and try and pass it.
0: So, uh, pass, fail, 70%,
1: 90%, what do, what do you have? 70%, 70%, pass, okay. fail. Um, they will give you, and I would say study your best, but don't second guess yourself. So yeah. I second guessed and probably about five or six of the questions that I gut. got wrong. Yeah. Like the SAT. Yeah. Go with your gut. Um, yeah. it, it, you need to study. Yeah. You need to study if, if, and, and take the test, even, you know, even if you just want to know how important it is to understand what's going on above you yep you know it it, re- it really is important yeah yeah
0: okay nice um okay so we're we're gearheads but we got the mm-hmm. ultimate uh drone gearhead here with us the guy <laughs> who's actually built <laughs> drones himself and so uh i think you know obviously right now dji is at least in the eyes of most people kind of the lead right. the lead dog right now. Right. Um I know there's plenty of other companies out there. I know uh GoPro just made one. I think it was kind of a bust. Yeah. They had to recall them and stuff. Right. Uh, right. obviously uh you mentioned the 3D robotics drones. Uh-huh. Um I know there's there's a host of other things out there. Uh, in fact, uh we're like I said here at WPPI, I was just walking by the DJI booth. They have a drone. Uh, some of you may know, they just acquired Hasselblad, uh-huh. right? Yeah. So they yeah. got a drone set up in there that's flying. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, the format, HD5 or something? Hasselblad, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks freaking ridiculous. looks I think ridiculous. It's got, I, think it's, I think it's got eight eight blades on it uh, to yeah. lift that Hasselblad up. But they said it'll lift up an RE. It's yeah, like, oh, yeah. this is ridiculous. Um. Okay. I know you're not going to be flying that at your weddings, at no. least. If you are, uh if you are, you're a much better man than I. Yeah and you're making a crap ton more <laughs> money than me. Uh, yeah. Maybe you're shooting maybe if you're shooting some superstar athletes. I don't know. Maybe not even then. So realistically, um, for wedding filmmakers, mm-hmm. um, what's what's the best drone out there?
1: Ooh. Um, Honestly, I think that DJI has a lock on everything, gotcha. from the software to the user experience to yep. the customer service getting up there. I've um, had some bad experiences with customer service. Oh, yeah, service. yeah. I gotta say. I've I've heard some bad experiences, too. Um, I, I got yelled at. Did you get yelled at <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What did you do? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I was trying to be
0: nice. I think I can't. You know, sometimes I can. I, I can get a little upset with from yeah. <laughs> time to time. Uh, I'm, I'm, but generally I'm a patient person. But yeah, yeah. I got chewed out, um, and I was like, "What is you're not supposed to do?" You're not supposed to do that? It doesn't no. go. It
1: doesn't go two ways. This is okay. a one way street. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. I Interrupted. No, no. It's okay. No. no. no um. The best drone now. I mean, if you're at a thousand dollars, you have a lot of choices. Yeah, a lot of choices. Um, if you're on a budget, I would recommend looking at a refurbished Phantom Three Advanced. No, um, is it DJI refurbished? DJI has refurbished drones. Okay, and, they, and it, you know, depending on the inventory, it fluctuates. Um, but you can get a refurbished Phantom Three Advanced, and <clears throat> and the Phantom Three
0: Advanced is it shooting? Two and a half k or four k, yeah,
1: two point seven um, okay. for for the Phantom Three Advanced. So um, not if
0: you're going to deliver your film in four k.
1: Nope, it does not shoot four k. But if
0: you're delivering in 1080, then it's great. 1080
1: is great. Yeah, yep.
0: Because if it's actually going to be like,
1: like what three times the resolution almost, yeah. right? So yeah, yeah. So if you if you the the thing about the Phantom Three. I mean it's first it's the sensor's everywhere. It's in GoPros, right? that, that little one over two thirds. Is that the same sensors in the GoPro? Same sensors in the same size it's in the GoPro. Oh, same size. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just a different um, lens on it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Different okay. lens. Um the Phantom Three uh advanced has the same light bridge technology that the Phantom Three professional does. Okay. So it'll give you that H D downlink, et cetera. Yep. But I think as far as safety is concerned, as far as all of DJI's like earlier, you know, pretty bulletproof technologies, yep. starting with the Phantom 3 Advanced. Okay. Um, but the Phantom at that 3
0: point, Pro it started is to have great. like uh, like the anti-crash features and that kind of thing, or not
2: quite yet. In not that quite one?
1: yet. No, the Phantom 3 was... um, line um, really is pretty basic. Anything from a Wi-Fi connection to your phone for video um, up to Lightbridge proprietary thing, um, and then once you get to the Phantom 4, you have some of the more smarter obstacle avoidance types of okay. features on the Phantom 4. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: And then the, the Phantom 4 Pro took that to a new level, right? Yeah. A okay.
1: whole different level. Yeah. Is it, that's what I fly. Is it
0: 360 obstacle avoidance? Or? Yeah,
1: yep. It is um, cameras on the front, cameras on the back, and then it's got like an IR um on each each side and they measure distance and feet as well so okay it's like a, does it have you have a, a you say it
0: has on the bottom as well
1: it has it on the bottom for measuring proximity to the ground okay. as well so you can do what an auto top? land nothing on, top though, right? uh, nothing on top unless you go with an inspire two the inspire two does have okay. obstacle avoidance going upward gotcha yeah
0: they put that on the like the the arms of it itself or on the top of the body? The arms, um, like, on the tail
1: the of the yeah, on the tail of the Inspire two there's a beam that shoots shoots up, okay. and on the bottom, the base of the Inspire Two it shoots down. Um, and then on the Inspire two there are two cameras on the front that read, you know, proximity, and then there's also a first person view camera yeah. that pitches and tilts and it's also stabilized. Gotcha. Then you have the gimbal, the X 5s Gimbal.
0: So have you tested have you like tried to crash into something, see if it'll Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: I, I have to. <laughs> what's, uh, did you
0: feel like there's a difference between the camera and the IR, uh, in terms of like, does one work better than the other? I was, I was going to see now. i was like, huh, it seems like the camera would work better. Uh, why didn't they put that all around? Mm-hmm. Was it because it's cheaper or does the IR work better? And I'm just not.
1: Well, the, 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 the there's only a few modes that the, the, the sides will work on. Okay. They have what's called tripod mode. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's a, it's a, it's a mode that is very stable and it doesn't fly. It's a very slow moving mode that allows you to go slower and have much, usually that's what you want. You want that. Yeah. Yeah, So in tight situations or you're flying indoors or whatever, um, tripod mode's cool. And then, but, and that's when that mode works or if you're in beginner mode or something, it turns on all the sensors, including the ones on the side. Okay. Um, but typical flying, I mean, you're a ways away, the rear and the front are the ones that are on most of the time. Unless you go to sport mode, then you really want to make sure that you're not That's going you're crazy.
0: You're trying to fly. What is it? 45 if miles an hour? You can go 45 miles an hour in sport nuts, mode. Dude. That's Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. Um, so I fly over water a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, in Austin, we have a lot of venues that are out on Lake Travis. Uh-huh. Um, or we're we're like the uh, the state of the uh, man-made tanks or ponds, uh-huh. <laughs> whatever you want to call them. Most people call them ponds, but if you're a uh, – if you're a Texas Hillbilly, you come on tank. Uh huh. Um, but most of the wedding venues at least have some kind of pond or something. I love to fly over that. They may mm. have a fountain in it or something. Nice. Like cool shots. Uh huh. Um, is there a potential that I could land, like with this new one, that I could land it in the water? Or would it, like, would it detect that it's. Because I saw, I saw some video where some guy was, mm. like, testing it. Do you know anything about that?
1: What I have, I don't know about the water feature. Um, I don't want to try that. I I live in the desert. So (laughs) I haven't had too many opportunities for that. But um, I do know, depending on the angle that you're facing the sun, it may give you a false read. Uh, Um, I do know that areas of, um, super low contrast. Yep. It needs a lot of contrast, to, you know, to see an
0: object. So maybe a little more dangerous if you live in a winter wonderland.
1: Right, right. If yeah. it can't see, like, or glass. Yeah. You know, okay, things yeah. like that. You I mean, you don't want to go glass zoom in sense. toward glass. You yeah. know, it's, like it's a, a camera, but it's but, not like, you know, it's not for interpreting an actual image it needs a, characteristics of an image to you know to see if it's there you know
0: i had a bird kill himself on my window the other day oh see so. bad <laughs> bad sensors uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah those dang pigeons with the bad sensors mm-hmm. okay so best bang for your buck you're saying phantom 3 advanced how to start, did, what's yeah, right you no, know, I want to say you can
1: you can snatch one up for maybe five or six hundred dollars. Oh, wow. Yeah, maybe somewhere around there.
0: Jeez. So, if you're shooting 1080, like that's the way to go.
1: Yeah, if you're gonna uh, shoot in, in 1080 or deliver in 1080, yeah. I mean, I would say that's the very least that you can get. And people yeah. are still killing it with Phantom 3 Advance and yeah. Phantom 3 Pro.
0: So, if you know me, I'm a huge advocate for delivering in 4K, uh-huh. but if you're not doing that then you can get an awesome drone for 500 bucks. If you need 4k, uh, where do you need to go? You're still trying to do it it cheap, um, but you need 4k.
1: If you need 4k, you actually have a, I think you have a bunch of different options even beyond DJI. Um, but I'll talk about two of those. I think we're going to discuss that a little bit later, but I'll, I'll keep with DJI. Um, you know, it's it's kind of tough because if you're good in post, if and you know how to work that sensor, you're going to get some awesome stuff out of it. Yeah. If you don't know how to set your camera up, and you know you're not using ND filters, and you're not checking your shutter speed and your white balance and your histogram, all that kind of stuff, you're going to screw up the 4K footage, and it's going to be a nightmare. You got to reshoot. It's a small sensor, not a lot of latitude. People right. are killing it with it because they know how to right. work that sensor. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean the the Phantom Three Professional would be the the you know the lowest you know drone from DJI that you could get 4K at 30 frames a second. What's that running right now? Um, you can refer maybe seven eight hundred bucks.
0: Oh, okay, only a couple hundred dollars more. Yeah, for 4K. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I know this. You're flying the Phantom Four Professional that just was released. Yes. Okay. So. One of the huge upgrades that I'm kind of there's two upgrades I'm kind of oogling over. Mm-hmm. One is 4K at 60p. Yeah. Um. So that's going to match my GH5 beautifully. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um. And the other is now it has a one inch sensor. Right. Um. Have you tested this in low light? Yeah. What do you think?
1: It's incredible. Really? It's incredible.
0: Okay. I. I. I flew my. My Phantom Three, the 4K version, mm-hmm. uh, at night and was not impressed. Right. I mean, see. It's a it's a point and shoot sensor, same one inch. I don't know what right. what size is that one. One, that one
1: and two, one over two thirds. Okay.
0: Yeah. So this is quite a bit larger. I'm seeing like I mean obviously you know uh, Lumix and Sony the the Sony was the RX RX100 RX100 series the RX10 Lumix uh, series. Lumix LX10 uh-huh. these one inch sensors are getting pretty amazing actually. Yeah. So you're getting good low light stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's one inch size sensor is also in, you know, I think Canon has uh, a video and stills focused. I think it's an XC15 is what they, and it's 2,400 bucks. Gotcha. That, with that sensor in the camera. Yeah. Um, so to that's get an expensive one inch, it's an expensive camera. one inch camera, right? Jeez. And the RX100, you know, Mark five, I think is the, the most recent one. Yeah. It's a thousand bucks.
0: Yeah. The LX10 is like 700. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean seven seven hundred bucks to a thousand bucks just for a stills and video camera on the ground. Yeah, you know, and even the the one our RX one hundred Mark Five doesn't have sixty frames a second in four K. I don't think.
0: No, I mean I think I think uh, GH five is like the only thing that's doing that right now. Yeah, I think Sony has one. It's like the FS seven, mm-hmm. uh, but you got to spend like ten grand to get that, and then oh. you got a freaking oh. you know shoulder rig type <laughs> camera. <laughs> and uh i don't think any of you want to run a shoulder rig at a wedding. No. Nah. Uh, nah. You uh you better hit the gym pretty hard <laughs> if, if you're going to try to rock that. Um okay. So, let's say um let's say i need to step it up because mm-hmm. i'm doing I'm doing a lot of really i'm doing a lot of low light stuff so uh-huh. i need to really step the game up. Is do you you used to shoot with Inspire 1. I did. Uh, you had the X3, though. Now they have X3. the X5 uh-huh. Uh-huh. with the Micro Four Thirds sensor. Right. Um, and the new stuff from Micro Four Thirds, the low lights, is incredible. Yeah. Um, is it worth a jump to... I mean, wh- at what point, right, is it worth the jump right. to Inspire 2 with the X5 camera? At what point do you do that?
1: Man, that's a that's I've struggled with that because I've wanted an, an Inspire 2 since it was launched. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was bad, but but actually, when I when I landed, um, I was flying my Phantom 4 in Iceland. When mm-hmm. I landed, I landed to the news of the Phantom 4 Pro and the Inspire 2. Yeah, and so I was thinking, man, like I know this, I know the Inspire, I I want it again. But what am I doing with my drone footage? Yep. What am I gonna do?
0: You know, you're asking the same question I was. Asked. Oh yeah, is this thing gonna is make it me more really money? right? And so right. I'm thinking,
1: okay, happy wife, happy life. Yeah, you know, I still want to stay married after whatever yeah. I buy. Yep. You know, so <clears throat> really, a one inch a one inch sensor in the sky is incredible. Yeah, incredible. Okay, I would say if if you're really just starting out with with drones. And you you already know video you already are familiar with grading footage and you know light and shutter speed and all this kind of stuff. Yep. And you know how to balance that out. There's going to be a lot more varying degrees of light. You're going to have a much much larger scene. Hmm. Um. So it may be a little bit more tricky to to kind of mitigate small sensor size. Gotcha. But a Phantom 4 Pro, it's incredible. It's got and aperture values anywhere from 2.8 to 11, um, ISO to 12.8, um, you're killing it with a Phantom
0: 4 Pro. So basically, you tell people the same thing that I tell people a lot of times with cameras is keep shooting what you're shooting until what you're shooting is limiting what you can do with your skill set running right. up against it, right? It's right. like, okay... um All right, so you just bought what, like a Canon uh, TI, whatever number they're on right now. Um, So you bought their basic entry level camera Mm -hmm. and you're having a blast um, and you're starting to make some money with it on the side. um, At the point that it can no longer do what you need to do because you are, um, because of how you're progressing and your skill and the work that you're shooting and the jobs that you're getting at that point then you can upgrade, but, but kind of get, get your chops first. Yeah. Figure out if you really need that, mm-hmm. then maybe make the jump. But at this point, don't even look at the, don't even look at the Inspire. Just go straight yeah. to the Phantom 4 Pro. I would if go. You're going to get the best. You're going to look for the best.
1: best. If you want the best right now and you don't want to go nuts on spending a bunch of money, the Phantom 4 Pro is incredible. Yeah. Incredible. And to be honest with you, I've flown in places where an Inspire just was too big. Yeah. It was too big. Makes sense. You c- couldn't do it. Yeah. You
0: know? How big is the, what's the footprint on like the pa- the, like the case?
1: The Phantom 4 case is pretty small. I mean, I have a backpack and I have five batteries in it. I got a bunch of memory cards, got all my like props. It like a normal backpack. It's right like a normal backpack. And I can even put my laptop in it. Nice. When I went to Iceland, I had my Fuji X-Pro2. I had three lenses. I had all my batteries. I had my drone stuff had my laptop. I had everything for content creating and a microphone, a Rode mic, um in a backpack. So that all was like my all in the right same here? backpack. Okay. I'm so it's at it right now. It Yeah, like it's a hard shell. It's a nice backpack. Um, yeah, you can open it.
0: But it, it totally looks like a regular bag. Back- See, I have the older uh version of DJI's backpack and mm-hmm. it looks really goofy. Mhm. Uh it looks like I'm carrying something weird in it. Yours looks like a normal tech nerd's backpack. Yep. Um so, perfect.
1: Okay. But the, the Inspire 2, though, the Inspire 2 is, is bigger than the Inspire 1. Okay. The Inspire 1, um, taking it, you know, to and from Mexico or whatever, or just out to fly, you know, in, you know, in Tucson or out in the desert. It, it was a pain in the butt. It was fun. Yeah. You know, and it was big, and it transformed, and it's cool. Yeah. Um, But the Phantom 4, when I bought it, I was like, yeah, I was like, I don't want for the Inspire 1 one bit because it's okay. just that good. Yeah. You know?
0: What is what is the, what is the Inspire two with the X five cost? You know,
1: Inspire two, um, they they sell the body for lack of better terms, body only. So you buy the camera separate. Okay, and it's three grand just for the copter itself. Gotcha. I mean, I, I, I the wouldn't.
0: Five. What is like? Isn't it like it's eighteen eight, eight, yeah. ninety nine. I 7, think it's just under no two grand. So you're looking at
1: five grand plus a lens that you need the lens well if you buy the if you buy the gimbal separately because you can put OE lenses panasonic lenses on there it's 13.99 if i have it correct um but if you buy dji's i think it's a 15 millimeter 1.7 that comes you know with the x5s yep um yeah and that's 18.99 if i have it
0: correct okay so you can either go that way or you get the Panasonic uh 15-17 uh-huh. made designed by Leica, uh-huh. or you could get the Olympus 12 mil mm-hmm. f2. So if you need a little bit wider, go for that Olympus. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, if you want a little bit less uh, distortion and a little bit faster lens, go with the DJI or mm-hmm. the Leica designed Lumix lens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. So we're talking about uh portability on these things. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's kind of a good segue into the Mavic, Mm -hmm. which a lot of people are super interested in. Um, I'm seeing some awesome stuff on it. Actually, I folded it. I was in uh, Precision Camera in Austin, and I folded this thing up. When you fold it up, it's obviously thicker than this, but the footprint of it is about the size of my iPhone 7 Plus. Literally, about that size. Obviously, it's thicker again. Um, But... You can throw that into any little camera bag, a messenger bag um a little pocket on your if you've got a, one of the rolling suitcases from low pro or whoever mm-hmm. um it'll fit anywhere um what what am I missing? in the mavic mavic's a little cheaper too right it's mavic's
1: like, 500 bucks less at a thousand dollars It's a yeah. grand yeah
0: it's a grand and i can take it absolutely anywhere with yeah. me i could stick it in a jacket pocket yeah. if i have a big jacket pocket or a vest or something um okay so what am i gonna lose by going cheaper and getting the smaller mavic from the phantom 4 pro
1: from the phantom 4 pro because you're going i can't even use the word back um, two, uh, you know, a one over two thirds, like the Phantom four right. or the Phantom four down had the same, you know, GoPro sized, one, you know, one and two thirds sensor, right? Yep. Um, but as far as the crafts are, are, are concerned, you're definitely going to be limited with your the stills quality you're going from okay 20 megapixels down to 12 megapixels that's a big jump it's a huge jump see, yeah i
0: feel like 16 to 20 when i see that jump i don't really notice it
1: right but right. down
0: to 12 you notice it
1: right so and and the sensor that's in the phantom 4 pro is four times the size of the sensor that's in the mavic and the phantom 4 down to the phantom 3 standard gotcha. even yeah okay um so you have you have a couple of things that i think DJI has done a really good job with as far as mitigating that that um difference in uh resolution yeah. the lens is um more zoomed in it's fixed of course but it's zoomed in on the mavic okay. um whereas the phantom 4 had a a wider field of view do you know
0: like a qu- like a full frame equivalent on those two i wanna
1: say 20 22 and 24 when you go from phantom 3 and 4 to the Mavic, to... So Mavic... I'm, I'm sorry, Phantom 4 has the widest. This is the, the next narrowest. And then the, the Mavic is the most narrow.
0: Okay, so so the Phantom 4 Pro is like a 22. Right in the middle. Uh-huh. And then the Mavic is like a 24 perspective. Right, so right. a little bit different, right. not
2: a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Um,
1: it may but, even be more significant. I don't know if I have the numbers 100%, but as far as the, the uh, you know which one is more zoomed in, it'll go Phantom 4 phantom 4 pro and mavic okay most zoomed in gotcha well for
0: me like i generally like on my actual camera body i i try not to go wider than 24 for video i know Mm -hmm. it looks good for stills Uh still but you start to get like a little bit of a distort lens distortion Uh when you go wider than 24 i've found Mm -hmm. um like on the 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 lumix uh for seven to 14 mm-hmm. like when you start opening it up like to seven it looks not quite fisheye but you're getting uh-huh. a lot of that. it's it's kind of like that's why i don't like the gopro options for right. for drones is right. because the horizons look crappy to me right and i know there's there's software where you can fix that and that kind of thing depending on what you edit on mm-hmm. um but i just don't want to mess i i try to streamline my workflow as right. much as possible right. and so i just want I want what I get in camera to be other than color and that kind of thing. I'll still grade it Mm -hmm. um, because I just like it. Super punchy colors and everything. Uh Um, But I don't want to have to mess with lens distortion. Are you seeing any lens distortion at the Phantom 4 Pro? No. Okay. No, zero. It's only two millimeters off of what I normally do. So I didn't Uh think you would, but. No,
3: it's stunning. So if you're
0: up up in the sky, you're in tripod mode and Mm -hmm. you do a straight pan, Mm -hmm. are you going to notice the horizon bending at all? No. None. No, that's good to know. Yeah, I, it's I, it's I, I amazing. Feel like I do see that a little bit on uh, my Phantom Three.
2: Uh-huh.
0: I uh-huh. notice the horizon bending a little bit. If I, you don't notice it when you're flying straight, mm-hmm. but when you do pan, you notice that the horizon is yeah bent a little bit.
1: I've <clears throat> I've flown. Oh man, I've flown Phantom Three Standard. I've flown Phantom Three Pro. I've owned a Mavic. I owned um, the Inspire One with the X3. I've sh- I've shot the GoPro Hero4 Silver, all d- doing aerial. Yeah. Um, the Phantom 3 Pro is great. I know from the Phantom 3 Pro to the Phantom 4, optics was a big issue. Gotcha. That's timing makes sense because all this Hasselblad talk and things like that. Sure. Um, I think that's going to help DJI produce even better optical I mean you know technology a lot I mean, yeah the, IQ, good move yeah. yeah seriously but man I mean you you just have to pick one okay yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> okay, know what so I mean
0: if you're let's say you're your destination uh wedding filmmaker go for the Mavic
1: if you are a destination uh and wedding filmmaker and you don't um man I would start with image quality. Like what's more important? Okay. You know. So
0: is it's it's that big of a difference to you to image quality? To me, yes, absolutely.
1: Okay. Absolutely. And as far as video, so you think your uneducated clients will know the difference? You know what? Um <clears throat> I don't think they will know the difference. Okay. It, it, but it really depends. I mean, what type of shots are you doing? What what's your like, what, You know, what conditions are you shooting in? Yeah. Is it windy? Is it over water? Is it you know?
0: Because I imagine a lot of you guys like to do those drone shots, like at sunset, if you can. If you can. How's sure. it how's it going to handle sunset? Is it going to do that fine? The Mavic or the
1: Mavic? You know, I I think so. Okay. I just think it it's depends. It's got a good on, dynamic range. It's got a fair. Range. But not, I mean, not it's like, still nowhere like near. Port no, port. No, okay, no, nowhere near. I mean, but it really is like you have to just be really good at deciding when you're going to fly and mm-hmm. how you're going to edit and kind of think in reverse. It's yep. like, okay, what am I going to be able to do with the lighting conditions that I have? Even more so than if you were maybe shooting from the ground, yeah, because you're going to have varying degrees of light in one scene. You know, unless you're shooting over water where you have your sun, your clouds, and your shimmering water, and then blue. Gotcha. You know. Um, but I've shot low light, you know, over the ocean in Mexico with my Inspire One, and I, to me, it's just incredible. I can even see something from up there. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, like I to it's me, like, that's just how it is. It's you know, next
0: best thing to get in a helicopter tour.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I think it's just you know decide what your end product is going to be. Yeah, you know, decide how much time you want to commit to you know to learning. What you can do with that particular piece of kit, yeah, um, and then apply yourself to it, learn about it, enjoy it, yeah, and kill it because the tools are the tools are incredible for doing for creating, you know. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um. Okay. So, like I told you, my drone uh rests rests in peace. <laughs> um, thankfully, not in pieces, but rests in peace uh-huh. in my in my garage. I need to send it to DJI. Uh huh. Um. But so I'm trying to decide right now. I, I was trying to decide between Mavic or Phantom Four Pro. Uh-huh. You've you've got me fully convinced on the Phantom Four Pro. Um, but there's also this Plus version with uh-huh. a monitor built in. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like two hundred bucks more. Two
3: hundred
1: bucks more. Uh, two or you,
0: three. Have you, have you, yeah, two or three hundred bucks. I think it is three hundred yeah. bucks more. Yeah. Um, have you played with that one? Is it worth it?
1: Um. Yes and no. Okay. Yes and no. I want to say the screen is quite a bit brighter, so it's easier to see it, you know, in in bright sunlight.
0: Brighter than your iPhone.
1: Brighter than the iPhone. I want to say okay. it's a thousand nits, something, something like that. Like it's pretty bright. Brighter it's pretty than your crisp. IPad? Um I'm not sure the the light output from an iPad. Okay. But I, I want to say it's even brighter than an iPad.
0: Okay, you're getting into like. A like metric five hundred, heard of <laughs> uh, yeah. I think
1: it's five like the brightness level. I think it's five hundred nits on an iPad. Five hundred nits, you got something that guy's? like that. Nits. and I think yeah. on the 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 Pro Plus, it's a thousand. And they also okay. have like this Crystal Sky line of monitors for um, viewing, and, and those also have a really high um, light output. All right,
0: um, so you're mostly over my head here. Okay, <laughs> this, this nits talk and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. what you are saying? Is it is brighter? So if right. you're gonna shoot like. Um, you know, in d- full daylight, you'll be able to see your image a little bit better. Right. Okay. Right. I. You, you did not get that
2: version. I did not get that version. Tell why.
1: I didn't get the, the Pro Plus version because, one, I have an iPhone 7 Plus, and it's yeah,
2: awesome. It is. Um, so good.
1: It's got a microphone on it. I'm not sure if the Pro Plus has a microphone on it, but when you do live streaming from your drone, um, it does pick up audio, so you can...
0: It picks up audio from your phone? From the phone,
1: yeah. Okay. So say I wanna, you know, do a flyover for a client or something. Yep. You know, I can do the flyover and I can engage with them on YouTube or Facebook and while you're live streaming. While you're live streaming, you can talk right to them. <laughs> yeah. That is and I'm not sure if the plus has that. Um, has a microphone. Yeah. Um the other thing is a lot of people are using third-party apps for mapping and such, so like Lychee and a few others, um, and I'm not sure if you can load in those third-party apps on the Pro Plus. Who are you doing um,
0: mapping for? This is, it, is it like clients that you're... I, I haven't gotten there yet, oh, okay, um,
1: gotcha. but mapping, um, you can build 3D maps just with your Phantom 4, Phantom 3. Like the like 3. stuff that Google
0: has on their maps, like... Uh
1: like 3d models really Holy and you can cow. you can program waypoints um into the drone and, and it's it'll, an
0: app that you put on your phone
1: it's an app that you can put on your phone yeah what is it called Litchi is one of them litchie's one of Spell them it. l-i-t-c-h-i okay um so yeah i mean i i shied away from that because i do like having my phone and you know putting yep. different apps on there and stuff yep Um, And I, I couldn't justify spending an extra 300 bucks. It doesn't do the, the other thing that's when you already
0: uh, spent a grand on your phone. Right. Pretty
1: much the other benefit to the pro plus though, is my, my model does not have um, an HDMI out on the remote. The plus version does. So for example, if you're, you know, doing some type of presentation, you can connect the controller with, with the plus version, the controller right to an HDMI screen. Wow. So, is
0: there like a, a higher bit rate or anything like that when you record out, like some cameras do? Or is it just, it's just displaying I'm not the screen?
1: sure. I'm not sure. I think it's just okay. displaying the same screen that. So it's not recording
0: you know. onto a separate monitor. It's just
1: displaying it. You're Co- saying. Correct. Okay. Yeah. With okay. HDMI so It's not going to be a higher yeah. bit rate or anything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it's just, okay. That makes sense.
1: The other thing about the Mavic, too. Um, is It's the same bitrate as the Phantom 4, the Phantom 3, and it's 60 megabits a second, and it's H.264. So if this this is important to people who are doing sure. video, yeah. they yep. want to know. The Pro um, does H.264 in two six five. Okay. And it's at hundred megabits a second. Right. Four K sixty frames, thirty frames, 2.7 so 120 sick. frames you can do at ten eighty K
0: slow mo in the sky. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> That's gonna be awesome. Yeah. It's gonna match beautifully with my D H five um pump. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um so uh tell me a little bit more well let's just do this. because uh, we 'cause we're we're getting close to running out of time here actually okay. so let's do uh let's do a pick of the week
1: Ooh, that's a good one yeah. so we're at wppi and this is really for me doing more video which is really because i have been flying drones um i've been looking for primarily a, a photography tool but i'm yeah. also wanting to do a little bit of video sure and so my goal for coming into wppi was to figure out if I wanted to go back to Fuji, if I wanted to go back to Sony, or if I wanted to explore Panasonic sure. because of the GH5. Sure. I pureed the GH5 the minute I could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, it's it's coming to me. and And this was, you know, to help me decide on, do I keep it? Do I not? You know, do I move to something different? But my pick's the GH5. Okay. My pick's the GH5. Yeah. And what's got me sold on it, because... Fuji I didn't has. Didn't pay me to say that much. Didn't the way. pay me to say it. <laughs> I think Fuji's great. Sony's great. Yeah. For um, sure. They're, they're innovative. But like, for video, crazy. for video, you know, and what I would do with it, and, yeah. and being able to use my lenses on the Inspire 2 that I know I'll get in the future. Yeah. And using the touchscreen to pick a focal point when okay. you're looking in the I, eyepiece. I know, dude. It's I mean, so much better way to choose your so focus. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I was missing like because when I was con- when I was considering going back to the A7, mm-hmm. so I had an A7 II and didn't have a thumb. Hey,
0: I, I'm not. I, I think I know all the the. So is it just a tra- A7 II or is it a S or R? Or? Uh, it's A7 II. Okay, so twenty four
1: megapixel full frame. Gotcha. Um, E mount. You know, That was
0: kind of like the the most in between of the two, right. between like the, the low light monster and the A seven S and the crazy resolution Abs- of the A seven R. Exactly, A7R, exactly. That was like they do every jack of all trades camera, yep. right? Yep. Okay. Same
1: sensor that's in the Nikon D seven hundred and fifty and a few other yep. you know cameras, but you know it didn't, doesn't doesn't do really good video. I wouldn't buy that camera for video. Yeah, I don't think anybody <clears really <clears does. The GH five is A7. blowing my mind. Yeah, it's blown. It really is blowing my
2: mind.
0: Yeah yeah it's uh it's shockingly good i mean i've been playing with it this week i have to give it back oh i'm so sad oh yes i know (laughs) i've had it for several days now and i've fallen in love but tomorrow i have to give it back they said they're gonna send me and there's there's very few of them in the u.s right now yeah um i posted a picture to uh to some of the lumix forums on facebook Uh of four gh5s at the dinner table the other uh-huh. night and there was a couple hundred <laughs> couple hundred people that were uh With getting, red getting angry faces <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah i'm i'm stoked obviously i'm biased and i'm trying i'm trying my best on this podcast not to be i'm actually interviewing mm-hmm. sony tomorrow nice um, because they really are amazing innovators and they're pushing everyone forward right um, right obviously you know every camera has its, its quirks and things. And, you know, um, you guys who shoot with Sony know those things. Um, you probably bought it because the low light is way better than anything else that's out there. Yeah. Um, and they have his quirks, but, um, but they have their place, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for as for me in my house, <laughs> the GH five, that's, yeah. that's, uh, it's going to be amazing. I'm super pumped. Uh, okay. Yeah. We're, we're running right up here on the hour. So, uh, tell me a little bit more where people can see your work, see what you're up uh-huh. to, uh, learn more about what you're doing and, and how to how to try to catch up on what you're doing to these drones. Right on. Yeah. I, right
1: now, my work lives on Instagram. Okay. Uh, Instagram, it's at Mickman, M-I-K-M-A-A-N. And so, um, you know, a lot of it is... Every my everyday life, some of it's drone stuff, some of it's you know my travel stuff, some of it's Iceland, some of it's going to be Cuba in a little bit, nice. some of it's going to be Iceland again pretty soon.
0: Can You fly your drone in Cuba? No. Oh, okay, don't want to go there. No. do want to go to <laughs> No, absolutely
1: not. But um, but yeah, I mean, I'll be in LA soon. Um, but yeah, for now, it's just still figuring out a look and a presentation because this this new business side of it. Really has to be what can I do, yeah? Not just oh, this is a pretty sunset and let me yep. shoot it. You know, it has to be purposeful. Yep. So right now it's still it's still McMahon on Instagram, but awesome. soon I'll have a website coming and I want to do more blogging and I want to do more work that does a little bit more good, so to speak. Yeah. Um, we were talking about that yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Awesome. That's what I want to
0: do. That's awesome. It's funny. Uh, I feel like Instagram for me has sort of been like this afterthought on a lot uh-huh. of things. Uh huh but I just landed this sweet job a couple months ago. It was my first job ever ever, that I think I like truly landed on Instagram. Uh I've landed a couple cents actually. Um, but it was because of a drone video that I put on Instagram. Uh It was like, Uh I just did a stupid little selfie. I live, um, my house, uh, we have like a green belt right in front of our house. Oh, nice. Like a hundred acre green belt. It's beautiful, um, view from the front yard. Mm -hmm. Um, but my buddy was visiting me from Chicago and, um, you know, I did the whole, put the drone, fly the drone like, you know, five feet away from my face and mm-hmm. then fly back and up uh-huh, away uh-huh, from me. Uh-huh. A and reveal, I, yeah. Uh, but what I did is I, I put in the final cut, reversed the footage and sped it up. Uh huh. And so it looks like I'm flying the drone super fast right at me and it stop right in front of me. Uh-huh. Like, uh So anyways, uh, I posted that to Instagram, just kind of goofing off. And, uh, I ended up planning like a $6,000 conference nice. uh, job, like, you know, just filming the conference, making a highlight for them. Uh-huh. Um, because this, uh, this lady, the, um, uh, the director of this, um, uh, this pretty cool organization, um, that kind of helps with, uh, helps, helps parents kind of deal with, uh, with LGBT kids and uh-huh. kind of like know how to respond well and Right. Kind of thing, right. Which, you know, talk about like a really amazing way to um, to help teens. I mean, it's like a, you know, a tragedy that, right. you know, they're like the number one sector of, of, of suicide victims, right? And so they're doing a lot of good work for that. So, like, it was super exciting for me to get to join nice. their organization. Centerpiece.org is the name of the group. But uh-huh. it was super cool kind of getting to do that. But it was just, I don't know, that was, I was super stoked. My Yeah, first job yeah. Instagram <laughs> came from flying my drone. So yeah. So, pro tip, put your drone footage on put Instagram. Put it out there. Put it out there. Hashtag.
2: Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, awesome, dude. This has been fun. Yeah. Hell I yeah. It's it. been great. Yeah. Definitely. We'll have to do it again as uh, this space continues to grow. Cool. Um, DJI and hopefully others, I definitely want to see. I wish the GoPro thing would have succeeded, you know, just because it's going to, more competition's a good thing. Yeah.
1: I, I had high hopes, too. Maybe. I it's, did.
0: Maybe it's not dead yet. You know, yeah. who knows? Maybe they'll come out with something else. If I, I could know. throw
1: some I don't wanna, you know, take up too much more time, but there's a company, Autel Robotics. Say it again. Autel Robotics. Autel Robotics. Yeah. Okay. They um, they're getting major awards for their customer service, great feedback from people. They have an orange or a white you know, drone similar platform like the um, phantom. Um, but they have a couple of benefits, um, not just price, but also the inner, their gimbal, um, system is interchangeable. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a couple other options out there for the same sensor. Okay. Just different, you know, different technology, but can be applied the same way. So it's out there.
0: a good thing. So we'll definitely, As things progress and there's new options out there and that kind of thing and we're wondering what else we need to buy um as we have our gear lust that that (laughs) comes along every few months. Uh we'll definitely have you back on. Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, Hopefully you guys enjoyed this. I know you probably learned a ton. I sure did. Um so uh if you loved it, if you learned something, uh let us know. I really want your feedback, so if you can uh, you know, leave us a rating on iTunes, uh, come on over to the blog at WeddingFilmAcademy.org. Um, it'd be super helpful if you just post this stuff in the comments, interact with us. It's a good place to chat and learn from each other. I really see this, hopefully, as a community of learning. Um, and so, you know, I plan on in the future having listeners on the show because you guys are the ones who are out there working the grind, doing your thing, and, um, you know, in a lot of ways, inspiring me to go further. Um, And so, yeah, I want this to be a community where we learn from each other. So let's do that in the comment section. Again, please give us a rating on iTunes. It really helps get the show out there. Helps to put more great content out there for you guys. Um, So, yeah, this has been awesome. Thanks again, Chris. Thank
1: you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. The Wedding
0: Film Academy podcast is produced by Taylor Juarez. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a show. And help us out by leaving a five-star review on iTunes. And when
1: you're done, head on over to WeddingFilmAcademy.org to chat with our other wedding filmmakers like yourself in the comments section. Until next time, keep making movie magic.